Texas Sports Grid. Get on the grid. I got great news, guys. It's the news update from Game Time Decisions. News, 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 news. Everybody, I'm Cam Stewart with your Sports Grid news and betting update. Get on the grid, everybody. Huge injuries, the story to quarterbacks in week two of the NFL season, and two big guys on the shelf, the biggie. Big Ben, done for the year. Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback Ben Roethlisberger is going to undergo season-ending elbow surgery on his right elbow. He suffered the injury late in the first half of Sunday's home loss to the Seattle Seahawks. He watched the rest of the game from the sideline. Big Ben led the NFL with over 5,000 passing yards last year, 55,129, and the 37-year-old threw for 351 yards and zero touchdowns and one pick this year. Former third-round pick Mason Rudolph from Oklahoma State will become the Steelers' starting quarterback. He was pretty good in his absence. He went 12 for 19 for 112 yards, two touchdowns, and a pick in his NFL debut. The Steelers at 0-2 off to their worst start since 2013. The New Orleans Saints veteran quarterback Drew Brees is expected to undergo thumb surgery as early as today, and he's expected to miss approximately six weeks of action. This from ESPN's Adam Schefter. The 40-year-old pivot had the injury in the first half of the Saints' 27-9 loss to the L.A. Rams when he smacked his head against Aaron Donald's helmet on a throw. Teddy Bridgewater went in there. He was seven for thir- 17 for 30 for 165 yards in relief of Breeze in the defeat. Bridgewater will now get a chance to prove his worth to the Saints. They're paying him $7.25 million this year. That's the most money of any backup quarterback in the NFL. And the Saints have a tough one. They play three of their next five games against 2018 playoff teams. So the 26-year-old Bridgewater put to the test right away. Breeze had only missed one game due to injury since high school which came in 2015 versus Carolina. Bad news for the Colts. Though he wasn't concussed on Sunday, Indy Colts all-pro linebacker Darius Leonard has entered concussion protocol. This from Mike Wells of ESPN. Dallas Cowboys receiver Michael Gallup will undergo arthroscopic knee surgery to trim a meniscus. He'll be sidelined anywhere from two to four weeks' time. Gallup off to a hot start with 13 receptions and 226 yards in two Cowboy victories. Philadelphia Eagles defensive tackle Jim Timmy Jernigan out four to six weeks. With a broken foot, he suffered in Sunday's loss at Atlanta. He most missed, uh, missed most of last year with a back injury. According to Dolphins head coach Brian Flores, Ryan Fitzpatrick will be the starter week three versus Dallas. So far, Fitz has been brutal. One TD, four picks, 274 yards after two games. His passer rating, 39.9. Wah, 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 wah. Giants coach Pat Shermer, non-committal on his week three starting quarterback, and he didn't rule out rookie Daniel Jones perhaps starting. Eli Manning has thrown for 556 yards in two games with two touchdowns and two picks during the G-Men's 0-2 start. Monday Night Football, Meadowlands tonight, busy there the last couple days. Jets host the Browns, kickoff 8-15, Browns, six-and-a-half-point road favorites, total 45, first quarter line, Cleveland minus a half, seven-and-a-half, first half line, Cleveland minus three-and-a-half, 22 is your total. In the NBA, the Orlando Magic of exercise are $12.3 million option on guard, Malkel Fultz. Fultz was acquired by the Sixers in last year's trade deadline, but didn't suit up for the Magic. The former number one overall pick, 8.2 points, 3.1 assists in 19 games for the Sixers last year. The Brooklyn Nets are hiring former Turner president David Levy as their CEO. He replaces Brett Yormark, who resigned in August. The NHL won't be opting out of its current agreement, so there's not going to be a lockout for two years. The union declined its option to reopen the collective bargaining agreement through 2019-20, so the current CBA will remain in effect through 21-22. The Flyers have signed uh, Travis Konecki. Big deal. Six years, $38 million for the forward. He's a first-rounder from 2015. He had 24 goals and 49 points last year. Exhibition play in the NHL. 
on the dock at 11 games. One live. Florida leads Nashville one to nothing in the first period. Baseball live action. Baltimore and Detroit Tigers up two to nothing. Bottom four. We got action tonight. Two at 7:40. San Diego at Milwaukee. Brew Crew minus 165. Nine. Richards and Davies. White Sox and Twins. Ten Twins laying 249 and a half. Lopez and Arios. 7:45. Washington laying 30 cents at St. Louis. Strasburg versus Hudson. 805 Reds and Cubs. Cubs minus 189. Gossman and Hamels. 840. Mets need this one. Minus 145 at Colorado. 13 and a half. Mats versus Sansatella. 940 action. Miami at Arizona. The D-backs laying $2. 9 is your total. Lopez and Ray. And 1007. KC at Oakland. Oakland minus 300. Sparkman versus Rourke. Total nine and a half. EPL soccer. Aston Villa and West Ham. They played to a nil-nil draw today. Italian soccer. Lecce. They took out Torino 2-1. to one. I'm Cam Stewart. Gabe Morenci host Hour 1 of Red Heat Rage Radio. He's at the uh, Meadowland Sportsbook. Should be a lot of fun in the studio there. We got George Kurtz in the first hour. We'll talk Monday Night Football, NFL, NCAA, MLB, and everything in between. Hour 1 of Red Heat and Rage Radio on Sports Grid. It's coming up next. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game Time Decisions. All right, let's roll. Game time decisions. Red Heat and Rage has begun. I am Arenzi. We're throwing it down to the Sports Grid Studios. FanDuel, the Meadowlands, the place to be. Uh, the place where the Buffalo Bills once again uh, beat a New York-based uh, uh, football team as uh, the old uh, Manhattan sweep. Uh, so to speak, uh, for the Buffalo uh, Bills, the only team from the state of New York. Uh, but there's another team uh, here uh, tonight, and that's the Cleveland uh, Browns. A uh, Brown fan, uh, fan in the house uh, right now. And, uh, you know, to be honest, the Cleveland Browns are one of these teams, Cam. They haven't won in forever. And, you know, they get all these players now. They've got all these yep. dudes that, like, you know, Flashy guys, and I've always liked Jarvis Landry. I've liked uh, Odell Beckham, uh, but the team got arrogant right away. Baker Mayfield yep. started talking smack right away, and you know, oh, I'm you know, everyone else is not a winner. I'm a winner. Odell Beckham continues to prove that Odell Beckham's about Odell Beckham, and quite frankly, Cleveland Brown fan is kind of a uh, a jerk off cam to be honest. It I'm just at, is. Yeah. It's true. Like, I, I, Detroit yeah. Lion fan, like, it's like, all right, go Lions, man. You guys are all right. Like, Brown fans are walking around here. Like, some guy gave me, like, a stare down. Some other dudes are like, I saw them at Penn Station today walking around in a pack all, like, mean mugging people. It's like, yeah, we get it from Cleveland, guys. Woo. <laughs> like, I've said I'll it before. Ohio is, like, Midwest Florida. And we've said it before. You know, Dateline made a freaking living in the state of Ohio. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> You know, Chris Hansen has made a living in the state of Ohio. Like, the, the Dateline, without Ohio, there is no Dateline. You're right. Oh, Hey, I'm not doing anything. She's 13 years old. Why are you carrying lube and condoms? Yeah, no, the old Chris Hansen. Yeah, uh, wearing line. a Buckeye I'll, hoodie. Exactly. Always Ohio State gear. But I'll say this, Gabe. I'll defend Always. old Cleveland Brown fan. The old lonely guy at the bar drinking his Bud Light, just sitting yes. there and a crying. That's the thing. You're talking about. New generation Brown fan and old. I, I, know, I know old generation Brown fan. Nicest guys in the bar. Old school. Life is beating them down. They just want a break. It's kind of like my Seahawk fans. 
You meet the old ones that are good, but the new ones, eh, not as cool as the guys that have been around from the Jim Zorn era. Uh, they're a lot uh, more, uh, you know, bold, and uh, they talk too much. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I don't like those guys. So I think there are two types of Brown fan, cool old fan and new breed stooge. Well, it's interesting you say that, actually, because Jeremy Stein, who's um, one of the um, one of the, uh, the partners of uh, Sports Grid, uh, yeah, he's won millions of dollars as well. Yeah. Uh, playing uh, DFS. I think he's won twice, actually, a million dollars. I think he might be the only one ever to win a million dollars twice. Uh, but uh, he's going to the game tonight. He's actually from Cleveland. And he's going to the game tonight. And um, he goes, yeah, you know, I figured I'd go. And then he told me, he goes, but I actually have the least connection to the Cleveland Browns than I do any other team from Cleveland. And he said, because when I grew up, they weren't there. So it's interesting you talked about it. I said, yeah, it's true. I said, Brown fans are kind of older. Like all those hardcore guys in the end zone with the the dog mask, they're all old guys, right? Um, All right, well, we'll hit this and more. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. All right, game time decisions. Red Heat and Rage. I'm Renzi. We're at Sports Grid Studios. Get on the grid. Zumo TV, channel 719. As uh, the uh, FanDuel shuttles are taking people back and forth uh, to the stadium. Uh, a lot of Cleveland Brown fans uh, in attendance uh, right now. You can tell. I saw a lot of them uh, walking around Manhattan. I saw a lot of them at uh, the Port Authority. There were a lot of them on the bus uh, coming here. And you got to love the positivity of uh, Jet fans. As uh, Frank Stample, uh, Fantasy uh, and uh, Sports Grid uh, Network's uh, very own, uh, Roto Frank. Uh, Frank Stample, is, uh, he's a Jet fan, going to the game. And I told him, well, you know, you'll be getting home at about uh, 3 in the morning. And uh, I believe he lives in Queens. And uh, he said, well, no, I'll probably be getting blown out. And uh, I'll leave, uh, I'll leave, like, you know, in the fourth quarter. And then I was on the way here. And I heard, uh, you know, two Jet fans talking to their buddies, like, you know, on the way to the tailgate and where they're meeting, I'll meet you in this lot and this section and blah, blah, blah. And then he called another, like, uh, buddy, and somebody evidently asked him, like, you know, what time he's going to be back. And I heard him say, same thing. He goes, well, he goes, uh, if, you know, if we're getting blown out, I'll leave in, in the third quarter. And I'm thinking, you guys, the game hasn't even started yet. You guys are already planning to leave the damn stadium. You know? Ooh, Sam Darnold's out. Hey, 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 alert Jet fans. Sam Darnold is not Joe Namath, all right? Don't worry about Sam Darnold being out. Trevor Simeon actually has better numbers, knows Adam Gase's offense better. You know, George Kurtz steps up, and you're in New York here. I swear to God, Kurtz, they act like uh, Sam Darnold is the second coming of Joe Montana here. I mean, you're right. Personally, I don't think Joe Namath is all that great either, by the way. I don't think he ever, if, if not for that guarantee, he would be in the Hall of Fame. Oh, There's no way he's in the Hall of Fame. Oh, no. Kurtz comes out swinging right away. His numbers, his career numbers are hard. Even for that generation, they're bad. Uh, or they're average. Uh, whatever. 
Uh, I think it comes down to you got Trevor Semyon, you know, Robbie Anderson. It's Broadway Joe, man. Le'Veon. Yeah, mwah, mwah, can I kiss you, Broadway Joe. Get out of here. Have another beer. about struggling. I just want to kiss you. That's the best line ever, Kim. I could care less about the Jets struggling. That's the best line. The way they're struggling. You know what, though? Joe Namath, Kemp, he's got that Mark Lawrence twang a bit, doesn't he? He's got, like, the same type of... Uh, Lawrence is more like a sober, and Joe Namath was like a booze twang, you know? Like, he's got that thing going. Like, I remember, Gabe, remember the Super Bowl, too, guys, with the Seahawks-Denver, the coin flip? He was wasted. Like, they went up to him and, like, holy Joe, like, first Colt <laughs> now this. Like, it's kind of came up to him and say in public, Joe, like, you're really getting, uh, yeah, he's really getting booze bagged. But anyway... Maybe he was a little bit overrated. I may, I might be with Kurtz in this. One. Um, Funny guy, though. Nah, he was good at Alabama too. Um, what does that have to do with the NFL? My favorite Joe Namath. My favorite uh, Joe Namath uh, appearance is on The Simpsons when uh, Bart is made quarterback of the team and he doesn't know how to play quarterback and he's like, "Oh, only if I can learn how to play quarterback." And Joe Namath's uh, car <laughs> breaks down right in front of the house. <laughs> <laughs> and Joe Namath's like, uh, hey, kid. <laughs> He's like, uh, hey, kid, uh, my car just broke down. Can I use your phone? Bart's like, Joe Namath. He goes, can you tell me how to be a good quarterback? And Joe Namath's like, kid, there's one key to being a good uh, quarterback. And then he uh, he brought up, uh, Joe, I fixed the car. He's got like a bimbo to fix the car. It was vapor lock. Yeah, vapor lock. And he goes, you know, vapor lock is the, <laughs> yeah, vapor lock. He goes, remember that, Bart, vapor lock. <laughs> Great that's episode. great. Uh, that, that's a great one. Um, yeah. All right. Like, uh, yeah. Kurtz comes in here. Yeah, George, you're so negative. You bash my Buffalo Bills. We'll get to that. And I'm I glad to see that after every Buffalo, Bills win, I people. I, I'm glad to see. Oh, I'm glad serious. to see that Bill fans remember and are tweeting you after every Bills win. Now I saw oh, that last night. Yeah, because you beat the New <laughs> York like, hey, Giants. Think the Bills. That's a big win because the Giants are a great team. Give me a break. Cowboys beat the Giants last week. I hey, can barely hey. play less. We're 2-0 on the road here. True. That's all that matters. We can only play who's on the schedule. I agree. And you, you all right, have to beat so those let's. So, yeah, Dallas Cowboys look good. Kellen Moore uh, clearly has um, provided a spark in his offense. And I'll tell you what, Dak Prescott is another quarterback. Sam Darnold overrated. Dak Prescott underrated. I've always liked Dak Prescott, Cam, going back to his Mississippi State days. Yep. Uh, you know, the kid's got a toughness. Yeah, he's got a toughness about him. You know, yes, he struggled throwing the ball down the field early in his career, but Des Bryant wasn't getting open, all right? Uh, Jason Witten, you know, is, you know, as fast as Witten the kitten um, is, uh, you know, like, and Scott Linehan's offense was plainer than a a vanilla Greek yogurt. So now you see he's got some weapons to work with. He's got a younger coordinator in Kellen Moore that was a quarterback that won a bowl game with a Statue of Liberty play and all that type of stuff. And you see already the movement. And I tell you what, Dak Prescott's putting up some of the biggest numbers in the NFL through two weeks, George. Yeah, you make a number of very astute observations there. It may, it may have been more on the offensive coordinator. Dallas was not – they didn't look to throw the ball deep all that much, and they were very slow. Des Bryant at the end of his career with Dallas just wasn't a speedster anymore. Too many injuries. Jason Whitney, we know, is old and slow. Uh, they need to speed in that offense, and they've gotten it now. Uh, 
But it's not all about that either. Dak wasn't good at throwing the ball deep, something he seems to be correcting now uh, for whatever it might be, maybe because Cooper's a, a legitimate number one wide receiver. I'm curious to see what happens now. Michael Gallup, the number two guy, yeah. he's out now two to four weeks, torn meniscus. So uh, they're playing Miami this week. It's not going to be a problem. Maybe he's back for that. Uh, I think the Saints game they play after the uh, second week and without Breeze, yep. I don't know what they can do anyway. Bridgewater. So maybe it's not yep. it won't be a huge loss there. But uh, Dak has definitely made big strides. And Jerry Jones, the longer he waits, my God, the bigger this contract's going to be. <laughs> exactly yeah, right. If that's a good point, if I'm if I'm Jerry Jones, I'm telling Dak and his agent, let's just sit down now. Get it done now. Because as you stated, you know, because before we were talking, hey, he's worth 30 mil. Remember before? It's like 40 mil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. This guy keeps running and putting up these numbers. You're going to have to pay him 40 million. <laughs> Suddenly other teams right are going, oh, Dak Prescott's actually pretty good. Yeah, yeah. It's almost going up a million dollars a week. Like, yeah, honestly, right. like, you know, let's say seven, eight hundred K a week right now. And Jerry's a businessman. He'll have to get this done quickly. But. I believe, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, I rarely am, George. Uh, Amari Cooper and the Cowboys were 7-2, and two, right, once he got there. Uh, they were also, they became the best offense in the NFL on third down conversions once he got there. They're now 2-0 and oh so far this year. That's 9-2 since Amari Cooper got there. You know, there's something to this. Um, there's something about Dak. There's something about Cooper. There's just... He is, you know, Doc Prescott is comfortable with Amari Cooper, and and it opens it opens up the the field you brought up galloping out. Yeah, I think they'll be able to handle that. Listen, we're seeing injuries are part of the sport. Uh, you know, teams are going to have to deal with this, uh, and they are right now. And uh, it's fantasy chaos. And uh, Big Ben Roethlisberger, Cam, now down and out uh, for the year. Mason Rudolph is up. I got to tell you something, Gabe. Uh... You know, I know the game was at home against Seattle. He was put in a really bad spot. And I got to be honest, obviously, it's a small sample size. But Ben Roethlisberger was horrible. Uh, he wasn't making good decisions. He looked actually hurt before he really got hurt. And Seattle was all over him. Mason Rudolph came in, Gabe, and he started completing some really tough balls, too. Seattle brought the heat. He looked really well. He threw for two touchdowns, one pick. His numbers were pretty good. He actually gave them a chance to win that game late. But uh, they made too many mistakes earlier, and they couldn't stop Seattle in crunch time but you know what this is uh it's just a start for mason rudolph and we'll see how he takes it on the road but i got to give him a grade of like a b plus gabe he did a really good job and uh with big ben i'm not sure the steelers the way they looked uh they, they just looked they didn't look right with schuster is your only option washington hasn't really picked up connor's banged up again uh they got a lot of holes on that team rancy and we talked about it with kurtz too at the start of the year we like the ravens as a potential you know, the third uh, choice in that division. And now it looks a lot, it looks real good for these guys to, to, to win that division. And you look, uh, Kurtz, you look, I'm looking at the box score right now. Uh, Mason Rudolph, 12 and 19, 112 yep. yards, two touchdowns and interception. Plus Moncrief had a nightmare of a football game. Uh, but James Conner, who was a top 10 fantasy pick, 11 carries, 33 yards. Ooh. Um, James Conner, three receptions, 12 yards. Game time decisions continues. 
From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your Daily Roto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Game time decisions, Red Heat Rage continues. I'm Renzi. Get on the grid, Sports Grid. We're throwing it down here at the Meadowlands. Uh, MetLife Stadium uh, right behind us on the other side of uh, the racetrack. And uh, uh, yesterday the Buffalo Bills uh, were in town. And uh, God bless Bills Mafia. Uh, To be honest, though, there's a lot of younger fans that are just kind of whatever, douchey no matter what team uh, they follow. And like Cam stayed like... Not everyone's like Mike from Buffalo, like the old school uh, Cam. You yeah. know what I mean? There's a lot of Love those just guys. sort of swarmy new type of kids. And even me, like I wasn't even drinking yesterday, but I was hearing a couple of times. I was like, go Bills. And, you know, go Bills. Yeah, they just walk <laughs> past. You know what I mean? Thinking, hey, God, you guys are lame. You know? But uh, first time it ever happened, you've been here, Cam. <laughs> but we were standing here yesterday. And one of the, uh, the, the the girls that works here for FanDuel, so it's not her job, she looks out the window and she goes, uh, she goes, why, why is that guy like uh, trying to walk across the track? Buffalo Bill fan tried to cut through the track cam. He climbed the, the, the guardrail. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> he climbed well, the guardrail. The horses. He started walking towards the, the stadium. Yeah, but there's like a fan, like, dude, you can't walk through the racetrack. Like, only a dude from Buffalo is going to do this. You know, I've been here, like, I'm here every day. I've never seen anybody try to attempt. Listen, I'm not going to lie. I've thought about it before. (laughs) Like, there was one time I was walking here, and I was like, you know what? If I cut through, they're not going to arrest me. What are they going to do, right? (laughs) I'm just walking through the empty stables. But, yeah, so Buffalo Bill fan actually tries to, like, walk through the racetrack. He got, like, midway onto the infield cam. (laughs) His security chasing him down. They didn't arrest him or anything. They just gave him, like, the idiot speech. Like, what are you, an idiot? And the crazy thing is, the crazy thing is, there's a free shuttle. Like, all you got to do is you get on a shuttle, you'll be there in two minutes. Like, it's a long one. Dude, that's like a mile walk over there. It's 0.8 miles. I actually checked. And you got to climb fences. And on the other side, the state troopers would not have been impressed seeing you come over the wall on the other side. (laughs) Like, like that's where you would have a problem. Like, you just trespass, buddy. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're lucky that they're chill here. And they were like, yeah, yeah, just go get them. Because I heard security. They were like, what do you want to do with them? And security was like, whatever. Just get them off and just get, you know, tell them there's a shuttle. Like, basically. They didn't want to it, deal Brent. with it. They were like, whatever. Because he wasn't up to anything malicious. Yeah. Like, he wasn't even like, making a run for it. Like, he sort of just climbed and he was had his beard and he was sort of walking across, you know? <laughs> you said it, though, man. And All right. I, uh, I know, so. George, I can't believe how big that facility is. Like, and I've been to, like, Grace, like, that like that parking lot alone, Gabe, when I went there, like, I was just stunned. Like, when you took me there that night, I'm like, look at the land on this place. It must be worth a fortune. It's huge. It is so big. Oh, it's massive. It's a massive uh, facility, and it's going to be rocking. All right, guys, so for historical purposes, 
The New York Jets and the Cleveland Browns played the first ever Monday night football game 50 years ago. Keith Jackson. Whoa, Nelly. Keith Jackson uh, was the uh, play-by-play. Uh, Frank uh, uh, Frank Gifford uh, was not there yet. It uh, was uh, 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 Meredith. Meredith, yeah. Uh, Don Meredith, Meredith. Yeah, and then, of course, yeah. The Don Meredith. And remember, Kim, he used to do uh, turn out the lights, the party's I, over, I like when the game work, was right? over and stuff. He used to sing and stuff. Yeah, yeah great, ever- great old school stuff. It should have been last week. They should open up the season. But the thing is, they put the Jets on Monday Night Football last year against the Lions. But it was the 50th anniversary of the first ever Monday Night Football game. Like, how do you not, like, repeat this? So people are like, well, a little bit of shine is taken off the game because Sam Darnold isn't playing. But, Kurtz, I upset people on the morning show this morning when I said Sam Darnold isn't any good. All right? He might be good. He's 4-10 as a starter. All right, he's four and ten as a starter. Last week against the Buffalo Bills, forty-one pass attempts, one hundred and seventy-five yards. That's like the distance from me to the camera per pass attempt. Uh, you know, uh, Caitlyn Jenner would average a longer uh, yards per attempt than that. Like, come on, man. Uh, he might be good. Um, Trevor Simeon is actually thirteen and eleven as a starter. He started twenty-four games. He has more experience. He knows Adam Gase's offense actually better than Sam Darnold does. I'm not saying it's a good thing Sam Darnold's hurt. You want to develop the kid, and he yeah. might be good, but he was overhyped at USC because he was ooh USC. Now he's in a New York market, so he gets overblown. I tell you what, the, the two best quarterbacks so far out of this draft is Lamar. Lamar Jackson's the best one. Baker Mayfield's the one that does GQ articles. Yeah, who the hell would Baker Mayfield has one win in his career against a team with a winning record? Lamar Jackson's now 9-1 as a starter in the NFL. He's the one that went late. Oh, ooh, the so-called experts. I right? Like so, uh, you know, George, I'll throw it to you, George, here first. It's a massive overreaction. The point spread was 2.5 before, and I actually liked the Browns before. I was like, you know what? Adam Gase is a moron. He can't coach his way out of a 7-11. The Browns are going to win this game. But then I see the point spread goes up to six and a half, and I'm saying, Joe Montana isn't worth four points to a point spread. Like, Aaron Rodgers doesn't move a number this move. Ooh, Sam Darnold's out. Trevor Simeon will be fine. The bigger injury for the Jets, and the biggest concern for the Jets, is C.J. Mosley. Yes. This guy's a freaking stud, and the Browns are going to carve them up. Baker's going to be throwing the ball. But if Adam Gase manages a good game, and he gives the ball to Le'Veon Bell, the Jets can cover the number tonight. Kurtz, I'll throw it to you, George. A lot of ifs there. I was going to say the same thing you said. Uh, I don't think the uh, line moves. A lot moves of ifs, yeah. <laughs> just because of Donald. I think it all of a sudden move because of Mosley. Because Quentin Williams is also out. That's a lot of injuries on the Jets. Uh, Anderson's still banged up. No Herndon at tight end. He's still suspended. Jets have issues. They have Bell's banged up uh, as well, too. Uh, I saw... I liked it a lot better at two and a half, but I still like the uh, Cleveland Browns tonight. At, uh, I think I got six and a half uh, for the Browns tonight. I just don't see the Jets scoring enough points. Cleveland's got to be a little bit pissed off the way they played week one. They scored in the opening possession that everything went – I mean, to say everything went downhill after that is an understatement when you lose by 30 points to Tennessee. Uh, I just, the Jets have a lot of issues. They have some problems here. I think uh, you said about Gase, he pulled the ultimate power play. I don't know how this guy got so much power. Someone who's failed in a couple of places to go to the Jets and he, he ousted the GM – and now it's him. It's what? What have you done to deserve this? You know, I forget the joke of the press conference he had with the eyes were all over the place. It just it didn't make any sense. But uh, he's he's orchestrated. You can this combine. 
You can combine Shermer from the Jets and Gase from uh, from from the Jets and the Giants coaches, and they're still not good. Like the two brain uh, powers to, together, but. Listen, the Jets are far from a lock tonight. I actually think there's going to be points. I actually do. I think Trevor Simeon will be better than people think. He's got Robbie Anderson. He's got Crowder to throw to. Le'Veon Bell is going to be just fine. But I don't know if the Jets are going to have a hard time slowing down Cleveland. I'm leading with the points. Tonight is a prop bet night tonight. So basically, we sprinkle on the Jets plus the points. Then we attack the props uh, here. It's a tricky football game. Um, it's hard. Listen, man, the, the Cleveland Browns haven't accomplished anything yet, Cam. And now you're asking them to win by seven points on Monday Night Football because they have a bunch of talent. You know, the yep. Jets are still, like, the Jets are fired up. It's home field. It's Monday Night Football. Their defense is still going to be good. People are worried about Quinn and Williams being out. The kid's played one game in his career. <laughs> like, I mean, like oh, Quinn and Williams out. He's played one game. You know, like, CJ Mosley played you know three quarters for yep. them. You know they have to move forward here. It's going to be tough, but I don't think you can't trust the Browns just to roll in and kick the crap out of someone they couldn't cover last week on their home field. It gave the first week the main game here. Uh, you know, I was watching on the main screen. It was the Tennessee Cleveland game. The ten- the Tennessee Titans defensive front ate up Cleveland. I mean, they slapped them around. It was a joke. It was so many mismatches. Baker Mayfield, for the bad decisions he made, was worse because he was running around like a chicken with his head cut off. I understand this. The Jets will not have that same force that Tennessee had. But still, Cleveland, weakness on the offensive line is a real problem. For Baker to be effective, he's going to have time. I told you, I got this line. I don't want to sound like our old boy Eric Cohen. Hey, Gabe, I got this one last week at one. But I really did. Like, I bought the minute that came out, I took Cleveland. And I'm hoping the line goes up so I can try to middle it with the Jets. I probably think the Browns win by around a touchdown. I think the number's pretty good, but I'm with you, Gabe. We don't advocate doing the teasers with the same game often, but at the number at six and a half <laughs> and bringing it down, you got to think there's going to be 30. Uh, what, so what's the total, right, Marenzi? We bring it down to 38 from 45. That's there's got uh, That sounds pretty good to me. I think both teams can score. So I'm in a good position right now. I'm looking for a middle, buddy, but I think uh, I think we're the teaser will work. You can either tease the total and wait for something a little bit later, but I got to believe we get more than 38 points tonight. Yes, but but I hate these teasers that I lost last I night, man. I had a teaser to the over, they get to 44. These games yeah, aren't getting there, Cam. No. And there's one reason or another. Look, um, that's why you I had, touched uh, the side in that game. Uh, I went with Atlanta, Denver, and Kansas yep. City, Gabe. I'm telling you, you told me that too. Like these teasers, you're right though. Like it, it works sometimes, but I love teasers on the same with sides. Game. They're no good for totals. totals. Yeah. Yes, they're no good for totals. No good. For you totals. know why? It's like college. You know why? The thing with the teaser is when you're playing a seven point teaser. Let's say you're the seven point underdog. All right, or Jets tonight, six and a half point underdog. Now you're teasing them up to plus 13 and a half. Yep. You're getting pretty much 50% increase in the point spread, right? Yeah. You're, you're basically doubling the point spread. For sure. When you tease a seven-point teaser to the total, when the total is 46 and a half, 45 yeah. and a half, and you get it down to 38 and a half, you're only getting like 10% back. It's not worth it. Like, I've come to the conclusion the math does not make it a it's, – it's a bad play. Bad, bad. I don't think it's a crazy it. play. I don't think it's a crazy play to play all four teasers, though, Kim. Yes. Well, that's <laughs> yeah, when you yeah. get the super middle. These days, a lot of middle. these – 
Yeah, yeah, the, the old super middle. I like that. <laughs> super middle. <laughs> Everyone. You win all the four, The old super middle. <laughs> no, it was a all great right, so, day. It was a good day yesterday, Gabe, after I think there's show. points, though, tonight, Cam. I, I agree with you. I, I, think, I think there's think points. points. Everybody thinks there's going to be low scoring. Yeah, Guys, Cleveland gave up 43 points uh, last week. Cleveland gave up 43 points uh, last week. What happened with the Atlanta game? Oh, this is going to be a track meet. It wasn't. It's opposite of what you think. When you think it's going to be defense, it's offense. When you think it's going to be a track meet, it goes under. It's going over. I'm with you. Game time decision continues. We'll hit the props. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. All right, Game Time Decisions continues. We're live. Sports Grid Studios, MetLife, Meadowlands, FanDuel. I'm Marenzi, George Kurtz uh, with us, uh, the Raging Redhead, uh, Cam Stewart. Um, I heard Cam talking about um, NHL preseason hockey on the uh, earlier update. As uh, I was going to ask you, did you bet? You bet on the game. You bet on the first game of the year. Gabe, I, I'll tell you something. I got a note from our old buddy. What was your Chico inside August tip? Finest. Well, I, I checked the lineups. The Buffalo Sabres are playing their full team, like their NHL team tonight. They're in a split squad game. Blessing told me uh, what, that they're playing all their guys, Eichel, Skinner, everybody, all the starters. Show me the line combinations. Pittsburgh's best player tonight, Aston Reese. Guy's like a guy I could barely make the team. The line opened up at 60 cents. It's up to a buck eighty-five ninety. I'm in it, and I took the minus one and a half, plus 160 on the run line. Buffalo, I'm all in, Bill. Hey, Gabe, you're the Bills. I'm the Sabres. Puck line. line. Exhibition hockey. Opener. Run line. I like that. Yeah, Yeah, the run line. Wow. (laughs) Minus (laughs) minus 200. Yeah, yeah, but I took them. I split it up. Minus 200. Minus one and a half and uh, (laughs) the plus money. Anyway, hey, you gotta love this happens, happens. Cam's coming out firing with he's got he's got puck line on that plays one and a half goals and I like the angle on this I like where you're going maybe I'll get it I'll get in on this uh, as well uh, so yeah 16 we'll have we'll have time to jump into the hockey uh, before the season starts can't wait uh, for the start of hockey we've got NBA around the corner as well uh, but uh, we've got a Monday night uh, football this evening. And I'm looking at the uh, the props I hear tonight, and um, we'll send you uh, the email in a couple of minutes, Cam. You're gonna have some inputting to do, buddy. We we uh, we apologize, but I, I have a feeling <laughs> it's gonna be a long one tonight. <laughs> hey, you're doing well. The accounts. Yeah, the I'm seeing round. eleven. <laughs> I see. Eleven? I think it might, there might be eleven, 11. picks. Okay, yeah, sure. eleven. I went 23 and 8 yesterday. There was 31 picks throughout the day. Yep. Ended up going 23 and 8. But, Kurtz, you said you expect this to be a lower scoring game uh, tonight. I brought up the fact that 
Um, the Tennessee Titans scored 43 points last week on the Browns. And I don't live in the past about what happened a week before. But um, last year as well, the Cleveland Browns defense has talent. They have flashy players, but it really hasn't come together for them. They lose Greg Williams. This is an interesting dynamic, uh, too, that's not being talked about uh, much. Well, it is um, with, with Greg Williams. Greg Williams was actually the coach of this team last year. Greg Williams knows Baker Mayfield inside out. He knows this team, and I guess he didn't get along with Baker Mayfield all that well because, look, he's not the coach of this team right now. Baker's butler is Freddie Kitchens, who's never been a head coach before. Odell Beckham accused Greg Williams of deliberately trying to injure him, and I believe him because Greg Williams tries to deliberately injure people. That's what he does. Jarvis Landry hates Adam Gase. Remember, you have the Landry Gay stuff from, from Miami as well. There's a lot of bad blood in this game, but I think Cleveland's going to be able to score, George. And I don't think, like the Jets, Adam Gase is a cocky guy. I don't think Adam Gase is going to say, oh, I don't have Sam Darnold, so I'm going to try to bleed the clock and keep the Browns off the field. I think Adam Gase, you know, I don't think Adam Gase likes Sam Darnold, to be honest. I don't think he likes anybody. So... I don't think he cares. I think he's going to run his offense and expect Simeon to, to run the offense. And I'm telling you, I wouldn't be surprised if Simeon surprises people and plays better than people think, George. I think the game goes over the number. And, Cam, I like the first half over 22 as well. I'm telling you, I got a weird hunch. It's going to be surprising. It's going to be big plays right off the top tonight. All right. Uh, I didn't say uh, that I thought the game would be under or over. I just said I think the Cleveland wins the game. Uh, that's the only statement I've yeah. made. I think the game is going to be... Uh, uh, you, said, you said slower pace. No, I, I recall. Check the tape. Guy. Go ahead. Check I, the I, tape. Never made, I never made a comment. Now you you're backtracking. Ask. You're backtracking on the Bills, too. I am not backtracking. You didn't ask me. I never answered that question. <laughs> I have Cleveland winning the game. That's what I said. I think Cleveland wins the game. You guys think it's going to be close, or I think it's going to be Cleveland fairly easily. That's what I've stated. Oh, uh, so you're going to lay them on the stretch? Yank. You're laying six and a half, George? Yeah, I'm laying, the, I'm laying the seven, uh, six and a half. <laughs> That's what I'm going over here on the six and a half. Yeah. Oh, that's what I've done here. A couple other things I'm here, buddy. Uh, if, he tries to prove me wrong, but he won't. Okay, be what up, Yang? Hold on, George. Hold on. What's if up? It's, if it's possible, can you just check check the tape earlier when uh, when Kurtz came on? When I said, "What do you think about the game, Kurtz?" and uh, let me know if he dropped something about the game being low scoring or you know what I mean. Uh, under, just just check if you can quickly. It was I'm right. Away, it was pretty much right away off the top, like. 5-11, 5-12, yes. We're judged. People's court. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. dun. We're checking the tape, Cam. We're checking the tape, buddy. You were on the people's well, court? You were on the people's court? court? There, was, uh, there was another one. The one with the, dun, 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 uh, dun, dun, dun. the, chair, the chick, but not the older chick. The, not Judge dun, Judy. Dun, the, uh, dun. the younger brunette one. I forget what the name of the show was. Dun, dun, was dun, dun. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The so one who was suing? Like a cougar. Who was suing who? Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I was suing because uh, we went to a house. That we were going to buy the house, and they they agreed to they agreed to sell it to us. And I had the uh, <laughs> pre uh, a pre inspection done, which cost I don't know eight hundred dollars or something like that. Yeah. Then they backed out, and so that that was why uh, we did it. I think I I think I had so lost. you wanted they, the the yeah. oh George or my other books back. That's but it ended up being a good thing. We got a, we got a better house anyway, so uh, no complaint there. Uh, that's lady. Why did you? Yes, I think uh, she's. I think she is Spanish. But if you yeah, said the yeah, name, yeah. I might know it. But uh, I don't. Re- I don't even remember. This is, uh, this uh, is not Judge Mathis. Ago. I'm just looking. Oh, no, no. Uh, so I'll find it, George. Don't worry, <laughs> George. Yeah. 
That's great. But he was on a judge show. That's, oh, man, I wish we had the team. Why did you agree? Very quick. Why didn't you just sue in real court? Why didn't you, know, you sue in real court forever. instead of like this TV you court? You've got to wait all day in the courtroom. This TV court, you know what's going to get there. You know it's going to get done. It's over. Oh, this was like a free that, trip George. to the city. They pay everything, so fine. Uh, <laughs> That's so awesome. I yeah, I mean, See, George, I just had nothing to lose. About you. That's amazing. I didn't care at that point about it. I don't know, man. It seems like yeah. you're the third person I know. Of course, my lawyer, Carl Miles, oh, yeah. was actually Famous. on Judge Judy. Yeah. yeah, in which he got accused of being intoxicated during somebody's <laughs> presented somebody, and uh, you can't make Your this boy. up. Like Your basically, boy. it was a chicken buffalo accused him of being on cocaine at at her represent. She goes, he was like he smelled a booze. I think he was on cocaine. And Carl Miles, he looked like coked up, like on Judge Judy. And then we had, of course, our boy Jorge Gonzalez. That was the best. He went on Judge Joe yeah. Brown, and. Um, a lot of judges. And, Hor- and both, uh, Carl Miles won. Yeah, yeah, Carl Miles won, and so did uh, Jorge. But Jorge even told me, they have their mind made up before, Kurtz. Like, it's they, they can't, like, they already decided, right? They basically decide what's better TV and who do they like better. <laughs> like, like Jorge told me that, like, the judge Joe Brown basically didn't even hesitate. He just started hammering into the other guy. You know, that was basically Judge Joe Brown decided, I'm going to yell at this guy instead of the other guy, right? You're at the mercy of the producers of the show, George. It's not a real like legal system. <laughs> yeah, like I said, it was silly, but it was it was a fun little experience. I think I was on for maybe five minutes. It was a quick. It was one of those where I'm at the very end of the, uh, I guess, a longer case, and uh, we weren't. Uh, they yeah, were yeah, fun. yeah, yeah. They squeezed I, you I in. I sort of knew where it was going. Where you go? Where, what you did was wrong, you know. But but in the end, you're uh, law uh, that uh, that sort of thing. So I knew it went. So as soon as I did my so you lost. was saying, I'm like, I'm going to lose this. Because she was going, oh, you know, what you did is not really, um, you know, your morals aren't good. There's something like How that. How come you lost? Da, 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 da. Because the law is on their side. What was their excuse? I guess the they law was on to. their side. The law is on their side, yeah, until the, until the house is actually sold with signatures. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, sort of thing. But I'm yeah. with you, George. Yeah. That, in, that, that, that pre-home inspection is a crock. It's such a crock. These guys, guys don't even that, know what they're talking about. Oh, there could it be was a crack the in your Everything's great. It was, just, it was the strange. When the first time I went to go see the house, the husband was doing all the selling to my wife and I. And you know, he was the one trying to push us to buy the house. The second time we went there, the husband would barely look at us. And it was all the wife. They they were fighting. You could tell there was some kind of divorce going on there. The house oh, oh, was so oh, yeah, old. Yeah, 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 you could yeah. feel that, that it was uncomfortable. It was like, wow, get me out of here. <laughs> Good thing you didn't live there. You'd be divorced now. Bad vibes. Bad vibes, Kurtz. Good thing it worked out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, all right, Kurtz. So, what what are your props here for tonight? We got to talk about Odell. Odell's back. Uh, I saw a stat here tonight that Odell averages like 97 yards a game at MetLife Stadium, which is the highest average in the history of the NFL out of any wide receiver in any stadium. Um. He lit it up last week, and he didn't really even, you know, play all that well. Well, he had 71 yards still, and he didn't play that well. I expect a heavy dose. You know that Baker Mayfield is going to want to make uh, Odell happy. If Odell doesn't score a touchdown tonight, he's not going to be happy. So I think the Cleveland Browns know this. Kitchen knows this. It's for his ego. You have to feed this guy the football. I think the prop 83.5 yards is too low for his receiving yards. And... Um, I also like him to score a touchdown tonight. Him to score a touchdown tonight is minus 110. Him to score the game's first touchdown is plus 500. 
I like uh, Le'Veon Bell, some uh, some receiving props. Well, probably my favorite prop, prop of the night, though, is Baker Mayfield over one-and-a-half touchdown passes. But, uh, Kurtz, what do you got tonight? I think Cleveland eats tonight. I think the Jets are beat up on defense. They had problems at cornerback going back to preseason. I think they have all sorts of issues. I think Cleveland covers the game. I would almost bet any prop you tell me on the Cleveland offense. I, Odell scores absolutely. I think he hates uh, Williams. I think he wants to score. That that came out earlier. And by the way, Williams saying he does, he's never done that when it's on tape. Him saying yep. they want to uh, tear Grandpa's ACL. Who are you yep. trying to kid here? I mean, really? Uh, you want to? You've joke? been suspended for bounty uh, gate, right. bro. Yeah, I've never like. I like when he said that. He goes, "Any speak to anyone about my reputation." It's like, bro, <laughs> like, what are you? Your reputation? Yeah, your reputation is you're the dirtiest coach in the league. That's your reputation. Yeah, I got another prop. Uh, will either, t- uh, will, will either team score in the first seven and, half, uh, seven and a half minutes of the game? I'm taking that because I think Cleveland does. Uh, the Jets might as well, uh, might also, but I think Cleveland definitely scores. I just, I love the Browns tonight. I think everything points to the Browns tonight. I think they win this game. I see, I don't believe in Sammy. I, mean, I think they win this game fairly easily. Well, that, that means I could see them winning 31 14, something silly like that. Uh, I, I'm, I'm big on the Browns tonight. Like I said, almost any prop you give me, Landry with Gase. And keep in mind, Gase with Miami, when they had no offense, he did the exact opposite. He, he did try and slow things down and keep the ball away. It doesn't work, mind you, because you, just don't have, you don't have enough possession. They still score, but he did play that way. I wonder if he's changed his coaching style when he realized it doesn't. And like you said, that last prop you mentioned, Le'Veon Bell over his receptions, I like that as well. I'm going receiving yards. Receiving yards. Over. Now, it's 34.5 earlier in the day. I see it starting to pop up at 35.5. I got 37. That's spots right now. Yeah, you see, we got to get this in, Cam, uh, if you can, uh, buddy. Um, we'll we'll oh, handle okay. this in a minute or two. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, because they're all, they're all going up. <laughs> they're, all, they're all going up. Listen, I was well, at the game did. last week. Le'Veon yeah. Bell took the prop. He had yeah. he had 32, oh 32 receiving yards. Your account oh. looks good, Gabe. You're, you're doing a good job. No crazy. Just keep it growing. Keep it growing. I'm basically your stock yeah, yeah. advisor yeah. right now. You bought some good stock. Investing in hogs was a good move, and now let's keep on building the portfolio. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll just keep grinding. Yeah, exactly. We'll keep grinding. Yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was good. Could have been so better. What are you last looking for? Too, I'll do it Cam, right now. But, uh, I'll, I'll do it now if you want. Just tell me what to do. Uh, which one? All right. Yeah. Put a put a hundred in. Put a hundred in on Le'Veon Bell. Rushing over receiving yards. Oh, over receiving. receiving yards. Okay, okay. Player yeah, yeah, I don't want to mess with the rushing. Receiving. He's 35 yeah. and a half on Mr. Green. I think Green. the – yeah, yeah, why not? That's that good. sucks. That's yeah, just good. get it's it up in. to 37 and a half. It's done. Done. Yeah. One down, hey, thank 10 you. to go. All right. Yeah, yeah. one down, 10 to go. Big card, Julio. Yeah, yeah. George Kurtz was going to be on in-game live tonight, but Kurtz is uh, getting ready for the regular season. He's hoping the NHL is going to call – Kurtz is waiting for, like, an NHL referee strike, and he's going to be a scab. Scab! I am repping tonight. That's why I'm not on in-game live. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire.
Tennessee. We're throwing it down here at Sports Grid Studios, MetLife uh, Stadium in the in the shadows. Monday night uh, football. Dun 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 dun. Tonight is Odell Beckham uh, returns uh, to the fold, and you know, Cam, it's a tricky game. I don't love uh, the New York Jets at all uh, tonight, and it's almost fitting as it's a blackout uh, tonight uh, for the New York uh, Jets. The Jets will be wearing uh, black jerseys for the first time because, of course, they have new jerseys. Uh, so they're, they're wearing, of course, they have new jerseys and, you know, their new, new color scheme. But tonight they're wearing their new black jersey uh, for the first time uh, this evening. So they're going to look like Michigan State. Hopefully they play better uh, than <laughs> Michigan State uh, in black. The end zones are black exactly. as yep. well. The end zones have been painted black and I don't know. Hopefully, it's not like a funeral here. Like it's like a morgue or something in there suddenly. Um, but you have the Cleveland Browns coming in here, who, you know, yes, on paper, on paper they're they're the better team. On you know, Cam. Yeah, can Freddie Kitchens put all this together? And I just don't think that they should be six and a half point point favorites. You know, and. Do I love it? No. But also, people don't tune in for us. We're not like these cappers guys that come on and say, well, I don't have a play on that game. I'm not betting that game. It's like, well, then what do you want the air for? You know, like people are tuning in for picks. If you don't want to, like, if you don't have an opinion on the game, then you know what? Don't host a show about the game. (laughs) You know what I mean? What are we going to do? Talk for three hours? But I'm not going to bet it. Right? So it doesn't mean we have to go crazy with it. I'm going to sprinkle on it. I'm concentrating more on the props tonight, though. And I'm going to jump on you and Blessing's hockey pick here at minus 200. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Yeah, I wish we got it at 150 when it opened, and I'm a little bit worried. But he also brought up another point. The games at Penn State, you think it would be Pittsburgh game? Pagula donated $300,000 to fix that arena up at uh, Penn State where they're playing. So there's going to be a lot of Sabre love there tonight, plus all their starters. I got to bet it. I'm going to take the, the puck line, too. I'm all in on Buffalo, buddy. All right, we'll break down the board. We'll take a little baseball uh, check, line check, NFL, props, and more. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. very much there, Metal Matt Yang. Yeah, I'm Cam Stewart. Here's your Sports Grid News and betting update. Get on the grid, everybody. Huge injuries to quarterback in week two of the NFL season. The Biggie Ben Roethlisberger, Big Ben done for the year. The Steeler quarterback's now going to undergo season-ending elbow surgery on his right elbow. He suffered the injury in the first half of Sunday's loss to the Seahawks. Ben led the NFL with 5,129 passing yards last year, and the 37-year-old threw for 351 yards with no uh, no touchdowns and a pick before getting hurt. Former third-round pick Mason Rudolph from Oklahoma State is now the Steelers' starter. He entered the game going 12 for 19 for 112 yards with two TDs and one interception. Steelers at 0-2 after their worst start 
since 2013. Also news just breaking. Big Ben says despite the injury, he intends to honor his three years remaining on his deal with the Steelers. He signed that two-year $68 million extension that'll keep him in Steeltown through 2021. Also with Pittsburgh, running back James Conner listed as day-to-day with a nagging knee injury. The New Orleans Saints veteran quarterback Drew Brees expected to undergo thumb surgery as early as today, and he's expected to miss about six weeks of action. This from ESPN. The 40-year-old suffered the injury in the first half of the Saints' loss to the Rams when his hand smacked against Aaron Donald's helmet on a throw. Teddy Bridgewater came in the game in relief. He was 17 for 30 for 165 yards in the defeat. Bridgewater now gets a chance to prove his worth to the Saints. They're paying him $7.25 million this year. That's the most of any backup quarterback in the National Football League. Some bad news for the Colts, though he wasn't concussed on Sunday. Indianapolis Colts All-Pro linebacker Darius Leonard has entered concussion, concussion protocol. This from Mike Wells of ESPN. And after a tough start, Indy f- coach Frank Reich defending his kicker. He says despite the early struggles from Adam Vinatieri, he is their kicker. End of story. Dallas receiver Michael Gallup is going to undergo knee surgery to trim a meniscus. He's going to be sidelined anywhere from two to four weeks' time. He was off to a great start. Gallup, 13 receptions and 226 yards in the two Cowboy victories. Philadelphia Eagles defensive tackle Timmy Jernigan out four to six weeks with a broken foot, suffered in Sunday's loss in Atlanta. He missed most of last year with a back injury as well. According to Dolphins head coach Brian Flores, Ryan Fitzpatrick will still be the starter week three versus Dallas. So far, Fitz has been pathetic. One touchdown, four picks, uh, 274 yards after two games. His passer rating, 39.9. Giants coach Pat Shermer, non-committal on his week three starter and didn't rule out rookie Daniel Jones perhaps starting, but he did not say it. Starter Eli Manning has thrown for 556 yards in two games, two TDs, two interceptions as the G-Men start off the season 0-2. Monday Night Football, uh, Meadowlands, Gabe said it's going to be busy down there. 8-15 kickoff, Jets hosting the Browns. Browns. Six-and-a-half-point road favorites. Total set at 45. First half line, Cleveland minus three-and-a-half. 22 is your over-under. MLB breaking news. Cub star Anthony Rizzo, lateral ankle sprain. He's going to be in a walking boot for about a week. He might be able to play in the playoffs. His regular season, though, in jeopardy, which is two weeks remaining. NBA news. The Orlando Magic have exercised their $12.3 million option on guard Markel Fultz. Fultz acquired by the Sixers in a trade last year, but didn't suit up for the Magic due to injury. The former number one overall pick, averaging just over eight points and over three assists in 19 games for the Sixers last year. NHL, they're not going to be out opting out of their current agreement, so there's not going to be a lockout for two years. The union declined its option to reopening the collective bargaining agreement, so the CBA will remain in effect through 2021-22. The Flyers, big move. They've agreed on a six-year, $38 million deal with restricted free agent forward Travis Konecki. He is a first-rounder in 2015, 24 goals and 49 points for Philly last year. Exhibition play in the NHL on the go right now. Florida, they lead Nashville 3-2 to or late in the second period. we got live baseball action as well. Not a real good game, but hey, you can bet on it. Right now, the Tigers up on the Orioles, 5-2, to bottom seven. They have two runners on base as well. we got the action tonight, 2 at 740. San Diego, Milwaukee, Brew Crew, minus 179. Richards and Davies, White Sox and Twins. Twins laying 245, nine and a half. Lopez and Barrios, 745 action. Washington, minus 135 at St. Louis, eight. Strasburg and Hudson, 805. Reds at the Cubs. Cubs, minus 185, nine. Gossman and Hamels, 840 action. Mets, they're laying a buck 45 at Colorado, 13 and a half your total. Mats versus Sansatella, 940. Miami at Arizona, those pesky snakes. Two-dollar favorites, nine is your total Lopez versus Ray and Kansas City and Oakland they get going at 1007 A's minus 310 nine and a half Sparkman versus Tanner Rourke 
EPL soccer action, Aston Villa and West Ham. They played to a nil-nil draw today in England. I'm Cam Stewart. Gabe Morenci hosts Hour 2 of Red Heat and Rage Radio from the Sports Grid Studio at the Meadowlands before the big game. Thanks for George Kurtz for stopping by. It's Hour 2. We'll talk NFL football, some props, picks, and a whole lot more. Red Heat and Rage Radio on Sports Grid, Hour 2, coming up next. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. All right, thank you, Yang. Game time decisions continues. I'm Marenzi. We're throwing it down here at the FanDuel Sportsbook Sports Grid Studios at the Meadowlands. And uh, something uh, that I often forget, but it's good to be uh, natural, uh, as they say, in front of the cameras. Uh, but, uh, Cam, it is pretty funny. Everybody in the pit can, uh, can see. The cameras are on here all the time. <laughs> so yeah. um, I get a laugh out of seeing Cardano. Uh, sit here, Cardano. Sometimes here with a bunch of people and whatever, and there's so you can you can see. And uh, I forgot about that, but I was eating uh, before the show, and uh, Window Will told me that uh, Yang told uh, me uh, to slow down. Uh, Yang, you saw me eating uh, before the show, and uh, you commented uh, that I was eating too fast. Yeah, but he was busting that down. Yeah, he was busting that down. I was like, "What are you eating?" In the- Damn, boy, 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 must be hungry, boy. <laughs> I was mad. Less chicken, more vegetables, uh, buddy. <laughs> some uh, some chicken and some rice. That looked like see, some yeah, rice, mashed potatoes. It, it looked like a whole like a like a whole brunch yeah. all put together, like one whole day's meal put together. Yeah, that was no, a big was a plate, big, there, buddy. Yeah, it was a big plate. It was a big plate. It was like twenty bucks. Big big plate for Ooh. the port authority. Not a bad place, actually. It's just it's like five bucks too expensive, but it is good. But, uh, yeah, Yang, like, I was eating fast, buddy, because we don't have a lot of time to just lounge around the streets of Manhattan and Harlem on a scooter, right? Like, I'm, I'm on the go here. Uh, <laughs> I got to eat fast. We got a show uh, going on. You know, you're just cruising around in your qualities on a GoPro, um, like, lounging through the city, Yang. Uh, you know, no, no time. Yeah, that's a lot I mean, of fun, look, buddy. I hey, you know what so you do? time. You should you should yeah. get you one of those to get you to the fan book to the to the stadium. You know, get, cover uh, that uh, little mouth there, like in, in you know a couple. Yeah, seconds. yeah, yeah, yeah. If you think Gabe eats fast, Scooter I like be good here. I don't even chew. I just I'm a, like a pelican. I just throw throw it in and throw it down. Right? You just see me, right, Morenzi? <laughs> he thinks you eat quick. I would. I, I almost I wanted to say Gabe needed a bib or something, man. It looked like he was going to drop something. Like, you know, you should have seen him the other day. He was in the pit. He was eating the food like he ain't really like it. It was just like, what the fuck? I don't feel like liking this. Like, he was just eating it. You could see his face like, oh, this is terrible, but I got to put something in my stomach. I'm glad the story no, no, was No, it was all right. It was all right. But. That's the thing about the cameras, Gabe. Like, some days, you know, when it's really hot in here, I like to take my pants off and do the show in the underwear. So, I'm glad the camera only cuts off like right about there. Usually, uh, you know, slacks are too hot, so I, I like to do shorts. But uh, yeah, I like to stay free and cool while we do the show because I tend to sweat a lot. Glad the cameras are just up here, <laughs> so not down there. So the, George was saying that he was taking that, the uh, he was taking the Browns two and a half, and uh, he don't see the Jets going a lot of points. Browns two and a half. It's six and a half. Where, where, where he's, he's getting hotline. Yeah. Oh, yeah, six and a half. Okay, okay. Yeah, I don't know what that, that has to do with Cam's pants, Yang. Yeah, it's okay, yeah. So are you wearing half, pants right now, Cam? Uh, no, I'm not. Yes or I, no, are you wearing pants? No, no, no. All right. 
under my 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 comfy Under Armour underwear. Man, great, breathable, still great. Nice food. Type of underwear. To put you got to get you some. You got to get Cam some Tommy Johns. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Holy crap. The guy that just, like, uh, stared me down in the parking lot. They just showed him on uh, ESPN Countdown. He's now in the other parking lot drinking beer. <laughs> there he is. Of course. There's a lot of Brown fans. Uh, I swear, I've seen more Brown fan uh, than uh, than Jets uh, fans uh, here. Like, yesterday it was swapped. Like, there's no, it's not even close. The Giants... The Giants are just bigger. But somebody raised a good point uh, here at FanDuel earlier, Cam, about that. And they basically said, look, the Giants, this is the Giants' home, the Meadowlands, right? For sure. They've always played here. The Jets, the Jets aren't from here. Like, the Jets, the Jets used to play in the home of the Mets, right? They play in the home, uh, home of the Mets, Shea Stadium. Growing up, I remember all the time Shea Stadium, if, I don't know if you remember, Cam, but there was always garbage on the field, Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like there'd be like no. it would always be like the like wrappers. plastic bags blowing around, like it could get wrappers. stuck on guys' helmets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hot dog wrappers, like beer cups blowing in the wind. And I used to, as a kid, I was like, man, New York's dirty. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I was like, man, even the field has like garbage on it. <laughs> and like I swear to God, Shea Stadium would be like garbage blowing around, like in the end zone and stuff. And but it had that niche. There was something to it. Like, growing up, I loved all those stadiums. I remember when I was a kid, too, um, the Green Bay Packers cam used to play at uh, Milwaukee County Stadium That's where right. the Brewers did. Yes, yes, I used to but love But only like, four games a year. Like, like they split. Yep. Like, it was like, yep. remember, like, uh, Dan uh, Mikowski. Yeah, the, uh, the Magic Man. The Magic Man, Man was the uh, Magic Kowski. Yep. Yeah, yeah Dan had, uh, number seven. He was the Magic Man. The coach, I too. remember they played crazy. there. It was uh, uh, Cleveland used to Browns used to play in the, uh, the the municipal stadium. The mistake by the lake, you know that was cool. There used to be some cool stadiums. Baltimore, where, where the uh, man Baltimore used to be cool with the Colts stadium and stuff like that. Uh, you know the old classic uh, NFL. Now it's all cookie cutter. Yeah. Ooh, share yep. stadiums. I got it. You know, it's funny because Steve Ballmer came. You know the guy that owns the Clippers. Yep. When he bought the Clippers. He paid a lot for it, if you remember, but he bought him in like a week, right? He gave $2 billion and he got it. There wasn't a lot of competition for it. Like they sort of said, if you want it, we'll give it to you before like other people come in. So he paid a lot, but he said, it's funny, I liked his honesty. Because, you know, he's building an arena now in Inglewood, California, and big yep. shopping complex. The guy's rich, right? And he doesn't even want money from anyone. He's doing it himself. So he said, you know, when I got the Clippers, and he said, I thought it was great that we played in the Staples Center. 
he said, wow, I don't have to build an arena? This is great, right? Like, wow, what a deal. Because a lot of times it's a bitch camp. It's another, you got to go is. through government and deal with well, votes. Why do you think teams leave? Public starts crying. We don't want to pay. Seattle. Exactly. The arena. So, all that stuff. So exactly. So he said, he goes, you know, I thought it was great that I didn't have to build an arena and that, hey, the Staples Center was already there. And he goes, then I realized it's not my arena. It's the Lakers arena. Good call. And he said, and then he goes, I'd rather just have my own arena. And I'm the same way, Cam. Like, like me, if I'm the Giants, like, I don't want the Jets playing here. I don't want a I bunch agree. of green jerseys in my parking lot. I don't want to have to take down my giant flags. Like, that's what they do, dude. Like, there's giant banners up here six days a week, but when the Jets come, they take them down. And they all oh, put Jets up. Like, the New York Giants practice here. The Jets don't even, like, they just show up and use the stadium. So it's not the same love. It's, you know, and it's going to be the same thing with the Rams and the Chargers. Nobody even likes the Chargers. Like, the Rams, like, they're going to be, like, the secondary, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys get the crap time. You know what I mean? Like, when they go into that new stadium, is that the Rams stadium, Cam, or the Chargers stadium? That's the Rams stadium, Rams. bro. Yeah, hey, trust me. After the Chargers' performance by their kicker, yeah, don't worry. They'll get a lot more people off that bandwagon. What a joke. And Philip Rivers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the pick in the end zone. I'll tell you something, though. I've never seen a franchise where kicking has impacted a team more year after year, big games, playoff games, shanks. You know, these these guys just can't get it right with special teams. They cannot get it right, especially with kicking. And, uh, yeah, Philip Rivers, for all you could say, looks great calculating the moves. You know, it's like been there. He's video game-like. But when push comes to shove, a lot of the time when he needs to make a big play at the end of the game, I've seen a lot of pick sixes. I've seen a lot of turnovers. I've seen a lot not checking his blindside strip fumbles returned by the other team. Like, that's the thing about Rivers. Yeah, he's good, and he puts up good numbers, but you said it. Yep. When we did in-game live yesterday, in the clutch time, often, sometimes he just can't deliver, and that's, uh, you know, that's no good. Yeah, this, this is a team that really needs to take a step forward. they got to get things, some things corrected. That's a game you got to win. Like, that's the, that's the thing about the Chargers. That's a classic Chargers loss. Yep. Going into Detroit, exactly. game you should win, and you had opportunities to bury them, and you didn't. You, you took the game lightly, and your kicker blew. So, screw them. Well, does anybody really think that the Chargers have a chance to beat the Chiefs or the Patriots in a playoff game anyways? I certainly don't. Um, all right, the ESPN panel is up right now. Yep. Come on, baby. Come on. There's Susie Colbert. It's all Cleveland. Every Susie looks them. better now. I'm going to give her credit. She looks better, but she's got a really long neck. What, I noticed neck? that years ago. Yeah. Yeah, giraffe neck type thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's, tur- it's kind of yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. But, like, she, she yeah, yeah. I've heard, Cam, know. I've heard from people yeah. that I know here. She's not a very nice person, supposedly. <laughs> like, uh, people I don't want to tell like, the oh, no, no, no. She's like, uh... I really don't. I really don't care because I'm never going to work there anymore. <laughs> Remember uh, when I worked with Craig Simpson, right? I used to be in the NHL, and I used to work at uh, when I was working yeah. clipping games. When I first got He's a nice guy, I, Craig Simpson. Oh, he's awesome. He was so nice to me. So I used to do the radio, Gabe, yeah. and then my, part-time I was radio when they had the station, and then I used to clip the hockey games for playoff games and put the highlights together. So he'd sit beside me for the big playoff games, and I'd put them together. And I asked him, I really don't like to bother these guys when they're in the building, but I say, hey, Craig, you know, who's the biggest uh, dick that you've ever met in, in the business? He goes, Cameron, it's not a guy. It's actually a chick. I go, what? What are you talking about? He goes, 
you wouldn't believe when I used to go into ESPN, like Susie Colber is the mean, like he just like, he, he had like, like anger and like disdain for Susie Colbert. I'm like, I'm like Susie Colbert. She's just doing NFL stuff. He goes, you got no clue, buddy. Trust me. I work with her. (laughs) (laughs) I don't mind telling a story. You know who is really rude. (laughs) You know, who's really, 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 really grumpy and old school off the air, but on the air, once the interview get going, like he won't stop and he like he tells yeah. great stories. Dick Stockton, real play by play guy, Dick Stockton. Like He's Stockton. a surly dude, bro. You're oh yeah, yeah. He seems so nice. Like, hey, I'm Dick Stockton. Oh, I know. I'm like, I like Dick. <laughs> Dick Stockton. A lot of the old guys are. A lot of the old guys. All right, tell you breaking news. Jalen Ramsey. Demands yeah. to be traded from the Jacksonville Correct. Jaguars. Yeah, it just happened like a minute ago. Uh, yeah. Um, I'll Jaguars tell you have no current plans to trade him. Uh, and Jalen Ramsey's the type of guy, will he go out there and not do his job? Yes. Does he hate Doug Marone? Yes. Have they gotten control of this team? No. This is the same team. Oh, no, he's a cancer. You've got to get him uh, out of the room now, bro. He's got to go. He's got to go. He's going to punch Marone soon. Yes, he is. He is. Yeah, he's going to punch Marone, you know? Tom Coughlin is the – this is what I love about the Jaguars organization. Tom Coughlin is like the epitome of, like, used to be old school type of guy. Look at the guy dealing with. Discipline. Minshew's walking in with, like, just just a jock on. Ramsey. Hey, look at my junk. And then you got Ramsey going, I want to kill the coach. Then you got Fournette looking for a fight with. Don't you get the else. feeling, Cam? That team's gonna implode. I get the feeling that Fournette like tells Coughlin, "Shut up, old man." Like you know what yeah. I mean? Like they don't like. Like you said, like Coughlin's Mister Discipline. You have the biggest nut jobs in the league on your team. They got to blow like, that. You know what up. I mean? Like seriously, like it's no. The thing right with Jalen Ramsey is, I know you don't want to set a precedent in sports and in football now, like the NBA, where oh man, I'm not happy on out, dude. You can't have this guy around the rest of your team. Oh, you like, you can't have Jalen Ramsey around your young players, right? Like, there's he's the definition when they say it's not good to – I don't like the word cancer. You yeah, know, no, it's this ugly word. But, yeah. you know, it's the definition of a guy that you can't – he will spoil the room, man. Like, Jalen – so what? They don't trade him and he shows up? He's going to walk in. He's going to be at this place, F Moreau. We suck. Yeah. I'm sick of the quarterback situation. I'm this done. Team. I want out of here. You gotta get him out or send him home. Suspend him. You gotta get him out. We have a six-round draft pick for Washington State running their team and their two-point conversion away from beating the Texans in Houston. They're close game. They just need to get rid of some guys with bad attitudes. It's a problem. Game time decision continues. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. everybody hour two red heat and rage radio getting ready for the monday nighter at the meadowlands gabe's gonna have a lot of people there 
right now. We're going through uh, the best bets of the day. Actually, put, inputted all of his bets. Yang, I could tell you something. He gave me a list of 11. I did it in like two minutes. So they're all inputted already. That's what that's what it's, that's what it's about, baby. You know, like I, I've been kind of getting into the, uh, the betting thing there. But when I can think of something and say, you know what, I think this team will cover and I, and I don't place the bet they – no, no, I get the bet, but when I go place it, they lose, man. I have bad luck with that. Oh, you, oh, you got betting anxiety, kind of like you know when you actually make the bet, you know bad things happen. Then you make it in your head, but you've been rattled from the times that you didn't win. No, that happens. And those times, hit, right? You know, yeah, no, those no, hit. Trust me, uh, Yang. I'll tell you, I had the Washington Redskins as a final game to win sixteen hundred dollars. We have a lottery here. It's called Proline. Basically, you buy. It's a point spread ticket, right? So you bet all these games. I did an eight-game ticket. I went seven out of eight on it. Went. I had Denver, Atlanta, Kansas City, like all the late games perfect, and the Sunday nighter. The only game I got wrong, Kurtz's Cowboys screwed me out of 1,600. You can't hedge because it comes in a lottery ticket form, right? So yeah. Anyway, what are you going to do? Well, you know what? what? I, you know, I'm, I'm just trying to, like, you know, learn and get some parlays. I think, like, I hurt myself one other time because I, I think I put so many games on it. I got big car Julio uh, anxiety, you know, disease or something. And <laughs> yeah, I wound up losing on games. You put six. Yeah, yeah I, I put six. I put six teams. Like, I played a six-game parlay and uh, five hit. So, I was just yeah. like, God, it's got to be that. It's got to be that I'm one. sorry, Yang. And the one I didn't hit on was the Giants yeah. beating the Bills. <laughs> I lost that one, buddy. Yeah, you sure did. I got to stop being a fan and like Giants. I got to stop being a fan of the Giants. Giants beating the Bills. Giants, Giants beating the Bills. What are you doing, Yang? Yeah, I mean, like that was the week was the Buffalo Bills. I know, you know, because you're a Bills fan and and I'm a Giant fan and and like I don't feel good as a Giants fan betting against my Giants, man. I'm just gonna have to leave them out my parlay. I'm not biased like you. Yeah, I'm a professional. No, you got it, buddy. I mean, like, even if you went against your team, I mean, would you do it or you just leave that game alone? Eh, well, go if you don't really team. like, if you don't like your team, I bet against my team before. It's scumbag move, but I bought back into Seattle when I saw that Pittsburgh was struggling. So I feel like oh, a hell of a yeah. lot better about it. I was a real dick to my team yeah, earlier you saved on in yourself. the week. I did. How good did I ever, Gabe? I had money line in. I got the plus three and a half. So what do you think about the Steelers now? Like, Mason Rudolph, I know we talked about him when he came in there, but I, I, don't, I just don't. They are screwed. Like, I, I'm thinking, like, it's like Connor with the injury, too. I think that's going to be a nagging thing all the time. Baltimore looks good. They got no respect from the start of the year. Hell, Cleveland, I think, will finish higher than them in the division. I think Pittsburgh's going to finish, like, third, Gabe. Like, Cincinnati would like to beat them. He won't. Them while down, but that's not going to happen. I don't think that, like, he's going to suck. But I don't think he'll win. You know what I mean? It's hard to win in the NFL yeah. and just come in and win. And clearly something's off. Listen, Pittsburgh's defense isn't all the way back. They were starting no, even not. when Ben Roethlisberger was in there. It's not Mason Rudolph's fault what happened uh, when they lost, uh, you know, 33-3 or 33-whatever the hell it was uh, in week uh, in week one. All right, Cam, so I fired you off the email. Done. I've done and, them all. Uh, let's, let's run through our props. Oh, you did, oh, huh? I, I appreciate it. It's not my... As I say, Gabe, it's not my first rodeo. I know like all the sections. Trust me, most people on that site would drive you go drive you nuts. There's a lot of things going on there, but uh, you know we've been betting for a long time. Done. So, I played the game to go over the number. Yep. And I played the first half over. So the first half total is 22 points in this football game. 
Yesterday, look, the Buffalo Bills and the New York Giants, I hit the under. It was a miracle it stayed under. It got to 42. But we saw some early points before it slowed down. I got to believe, man, that the Cleveland Brown offense is going to come out firing on all cylinders after only scoring 13 points in week one. Like you yep. saw with the Giants yesterday even. And we, Cam, you, you and I were doing the show. It was like, wow, Giants. Like uh-huh. the Giants steamroll through the Bills on that first drive. First but drive. what did I say? I said it's like a UFC fight. It's like a UFC fight. Buddy landed a couple of shots. You didn't knock the other guy out. Now you're screwed. And I could tell that you could see that the Giants, you know, they weren't going to be able to play that even with that intensity. But I expect there to be quick points. I think Cleveland come out. And, you know, listen, there is a leap of faith here in this Jet offense with Trevor. Not just it's Trevor Simeon, it's Adam Gase, it's the Jets, man. It's not that it's Sam Darnold, it's just that it's the Jets. It's a leap of faith, trusting that the Jets are going to score points tonight. But, I, you know, they didn't, they're, they're paying Le'Veon Bell for a reason, man. Hopefully they freaking use him tonight. I agree. For them to be successful and have a chance... Le'Veon Bell, it's exactly what your prop said. I, I think he's going to get catches out of the backfield. I think he's going to get touches, and he's one of those guys. What did he say at the start of the year, Gabe? I can I can have 40, 50 touches. Well, you know what? Your 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 Gase, this running back wants the ball. He wants to do it. He's fine. He went out. For, he had a whole season off. Feed him, feed him, feed him. As long as I don't see that stupid Ezekiel Elliott stuff, but feed him all day long. I'm with you. And if he can get anything going against soften Cleveland up, that'll help Simeon to make some simple throws and march down the field. The key to the Jets' success in covering the number, it's all on Bell, man. If they get a running game going, Cleveland, uh, they're going to be in for a dogfight tonight. I agree with your props with Bell, though. I'm going to do rushing uh, and receiving props, I think, with them both. I think he's going to catch some balls out of the backfield, and I think he's probably going to get about 26 to 28 carries. I think he's going to run the ball a lot. They have the combined prop up here at FanDuel. Um combined uh, rushing and uh, receiving yards for uh, for Le'Veon Bell. Let me get I think it was 104 and a half, 106. Yeah, it's right around. And there. it went up. Yeah, it's creeping up. 108 and a half right now, which I don't think is a bad number, actually. 108 and a half. Le- Le'Veon Bell is going to be a big part of this game plan uh, this evening. He got touches in the first game. It's not that he didn't, actually. If you add it up, yeah. he had uh, he was targeted like 11 times. And he carried the ball 17 times. So I think it was like 27 touches or attempted touches. So you can't say they ignored him. But what was strange about it last week was they had a lead and they could have beaten the Bills if they just bled the clock and gave the ball to Bell. And they decided not to. I don't think they're going to have the lead tonight, Cam. I think they're going to be playing from behind a bit or at least having to trade points. I don't see this as a 6-6 game. Do you? Like is no, this going to be? Are we going to be nine six in the third quarter? There's going to be points Cleveland, tonight, Cam. One way or the I other, Cleveland scores twenty seven, and the Jets get like seventeen to twenty. Like it's going like forty seven. Like I think it's it, it goes just it goes over the number twenty seven twenty three fifty. You know the total's forty five. I think it gets there. I think Cleveland will go in the late twenty twenties early thirties, and I think the Jets with Simeon will be able to put anywhere between, you know. 17 and 23, yeah, 24. That's so I'm thinking about right around a touchdown more than the total, like 52. That's kind of the number I'm envisioning. Now, oftentimes we see when players like Trevor Simeon come in, they play better the first time. Yep. Right? They, they play better in that first game. There's that shot, and then people are like, hey, he's not too bad, and the reality settles in. 
If you remember when Trevor Simeon became a quarterback, he replaced Peyton Manning with the Denver Broncos. Yeah, I do and remember. And people were like, man, this is crazy. You're paying a quarterback only $500,000. Our boy T-Bone was doing Uber Eats. He delivered Simeon a pizza. <laughs> Simeon only tipped him five bucks. Brutal. I thought it was kind of cheap for an NFL quarterback tip. I, I still agree. Yet, uh, yes. T-Bone told me. T-Bone told me that uh, the, the condo, he goes, the condo you live in is nicer than the condo he lives in. He said he lived, like, in a normal, like, not fancy place. He was only making four hundred and fifty k a year at the time, actually, too. Still, you know, the NFL quarterback, right? Yeah, I agree. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it says, yeah, 500. Like, I'm still, t- like, we had Chinese on the weekend, and I still tipped the guy. It was $32. I gave him 40 and I'm broke, so... You know what I mean? He got the food here real fast, so I was happy about that. Good tip. I ordered a general towel last night. Uh, nice. It was pretty good, too. All right, so my picks, uh, we'll start because we had a lot of picks we'll get through. We'll take a look at the baseball board, too, though. But, yeah, I think there's going to be points in this game, and I'm going to put more. I don't like posting that, though, when I say to people, put more on one thing than the other. Because for some reason, you know the drill. I often lose when I put more on one thing or the other. But I do like the over more than the Jets. Because I do think the Cleveland Browns are going to score. Like, I do. And, you know, it's sort of a leap of faith that the Jets are going to be able to keep up and score with them. But I can see Cleveland winning. I'm going to say Cleveland wins 26-20. 26-21. Yeah, right on the number. 28, over the 22. Number. Right around 50. 49, 51. I think it'll get like a little over. Cleveland will get like 28. Jets 23. You know, maybe the Jets backdoor it. You know, I, you know I'm sort of, I feel that way. I don't feel, you know, to me, I just think that Cleveland's going to be able to score. And I don't think the Jets offense will be as bad as people think it is because, ooh, Trevor Simeon's there. And, you know, listen, he's got – they're more hurt on defense, the Jets, to be honest. Yes, All they right, are. so Quincy and Nunwa is out. We know that. Robbie Anderson's a good player. I love right? him. Robbie Anderson's good. And Adam Gase ripped him, and I liked Anderson's take. He goes uh, – he said, I'm a grown man. I can take it. He said, I'm a pro. I can take it. He said, that's – he basically brushed it off. So that's what it's like being a pro, no problem. I think he's lit a little fire under his ass here, Anderson. Jameson Crowder is a very good wide receiver, we know. Uh, Demarius Thomas, they just showed a clip. Demarius Thomas is going to be in a lineup. He's running around out there right now on the field. Um, he's got some guys to throw. Le'Veon Bell is one of the best running backs in the NFL. Like It's not like the Jets don't have any weapons, Cam. I found a, I found a prop it's on two. I found 44.5 on my street book and 45.5. Robbie Anderson over 45.5 yards? Yes. Yes. He's going to be the main guy out there. Demet- Thomas hasn't even been acclimated to the team, right? With a noon while out. Who else? And, and Jamison Crowder is one of those guys. He's more of a speed type of guy. And Robbie Anderson's a guy you can count on. He'll get open. I think he'll get 46 yards receiving. Didn't he got to find a There's find always a that. Target? It's going to be him. Since second. There's always that, like, backup wide receiver that the, uh, the backup quarterback has a great uh, it's true. Synergy with. Synergy with. 
From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Young's feeling it. Right now, countdown is on. I see a story here of a lady uh, from England. The only thing that she eats, and uh, it's all she's eaten her entire life, is cheese sandwiches. She eats cheese sandwich. She eats it, like, literally three times. She eats cheese sandwiches only, literally and figuratively. And the only thing, other thing she will eat is, um, she says she'll eat some potato chips once in a while with the sandwich. Yet, like her entire life, Cam, like no joke, like like uh, she sees, she has like a psychiatric problem, like type thing. Like she's got, uh, she sees a therapist and she's yeah. got a phobia. She has a phobia of food. She doesn't like the texture of any food. It freaks her out. And, uh, like, the only thing that she'll accept eating is a cheese sandwich, which, Hard ironically cheese. enough, she's pretty, uh, Gotta be she's hard not cheese. small. <laughs> she's a bigger no, woman. Well, it's like, uh, oh. and it's, yeah, she's bigger. That's what I'm saying. She wasn't, like, well, small. Carbs. No, it's carbs. like, dude, just like the white bread with, uh, That's what I'm talking so about. So dry. <laughs> I know. I agree. So she, you're telling me there's no ham slice, turkey, nothing, just cheese. Bread, any margarine or butter on the bread, no. or just plain bread with cheese? Um, is it cheese slices like craft singles, or like a Dude, brick that's of the cheese? One thing. That, like I don't know, man. That's crazy. That's the you one thing. My grandmother, may she, my grandmother, may she rest in peace. She used to put butter on the bread and sandwiches. I hate that. I love it. I like her style. Yeah. So you're like yeah. a turkey sandwich. You want like oh, yeah. some bread. You want some butter oh, on the yeah. bread with the turkey. Or really? Yeah. yeah. Well, how do you think I get this girl? <laughs> yeah, really? I love the butter on the bread. Like I, I got a real problem with it. Actually. I love like, butter. Yeah. No, you like. I love butter. Time? I can eat a pound of butter with like hot French bread or I something. Agree. But I don't want I white butter. bread like just with the butter on a sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I don't like it. Not. Yeah, I'm not down. It up. I will say this though: when you're eating grilled cheese. It is melted butter in the pan for both sides, so you actually do like it. Well, no, 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 no. You need the, the butter. butter. No, yeah, yeah. You got to have the butter. Yeah. You got to have the butter, the margin for I grilled cheese. I do it on cheese. both yeah, sides yeah. for the grilled cheese. That's how, that's how bad I am. Oh, yeah. I go, to, I go top, yeah, me inside, too. out. Oh, I do it all, man. Four. Eeny, meeny, everything. Oh, you know what I do, Cam? I do, yeah. I do both sides, and also I take a clunk of butter and I slap it in the pan, and then I butter both sides. Yeah. Exactly. You I gotta slip. get that pan buttered. I'll tell you another thing. I do all that. I do all sorts of bad stuff like that too. I should even say this on the air. I've actually been better lately. Like I haven't been as much of a pig as I am before. But well, you've uh, already admitted yeah. you're not wearing pants. So yeah. So I actually thought though, and I told Will because our boy Will, that's all he eats here is the grilled cheese every day. Yeah. So now well, we know we can survive just eating on grilled cheese sandwiches alone. That's unbelievable. 
She must but take Yang saw it too. Yang, she must take supplements. Yang noticed uh, that big plate I had, huh, Yang? You noticed macaroni, Yang. rice, had some chicken there. Now I feel like a grilled cheese, though. Yeah. Actually, you know what? You got Feels me like thinking. a grilled cheese night tonight. I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the store after the show, get some nice wonder bread, some ghetto bread, and make grilled cheese too. I got some I got some cheese slices in the fridge that are looking for a home. I'm with you. I like grilled cheese too. And, and you've also seen my Actifry. It is amazing. All you do is one little scoop of oil. I got some fries. They taste deep fried, but you don't have to deep fry them. Oh yeah. Just put them in that little thing, golden brown with grilled cheese. Mm, what a dinner. Tell Ranieri, too, I know he's working for uh, Kurtz because he's uh, trying to make the NHL with his refereeing. Uh, I think he's got a morning show. If he wants to, be- if he wants to give an hour to me tonight, I'm, I'm just going to be here watching the game. Gabe, <coughs> hey, look what I found. <laughs> look at this thing. I, I found we're cleaning out Lisa. Oh, Expos. Expos versus Lisa. Cards. 1050. Look at the year. Look at the year. 1983. Well, I can't see what years you say. 1983. Wow. Cards versus Expos. Dimanche. 31 of July. Can you nice believe that? Nice looking ticket. Lisa's mom's... Yeah, uh, means Sunday. Yep, Sunday. He was, the, he was the president of the his region of the Montreal Expos fan club. We found like stacks of tickets in, in uh, the locker. Crazy, man. The guy loved the Expos. So, yeah, I thought I'd show you that. It was a pretty cool ticket. 1983, man. That's a great that's looking a long ticket. Time. Yeah, I yeah, no, love that. I love the colors. Uh, looks great. Just for the record, Gino... Chino in the chat saying grilled cheese and ketchup. No, 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 no. I don't put ketchup on my grilled cheese. Uh, I put it on the I side. I put the ketchup on the French fries next yeah. to the grilled cheese. That's what I do, too. Yeah, I do that, too. No, and another also tip. Good. I like what. Uh, yeah, you go finish your that? thing, and I'll tell, I'll, tell, I'll tell you. I found it. I used to just do tuna fish. The tuna melt grilled cheese is a winner, Gabe. Nice little tuna. Put her in there <laughs> with a little bit of margarine. You put that in with the cheese slice. Tuna melt. Perfect. Golden brown goodness you get the that nice it, it's kind of when you're getting sick of grilled cheese and you like a nice tuna fish sandwich every once in a while do it with the with the milk oh, yeah. You, yeah delicious and easy to make you do a cooking game like amateur fun says uh we're giving uh it was this show is uh tutorial to an early death and yes. yeah we'll tell you too although this shit goes without saying but even though i'm not a big salt guy i can live without salt but you i it goes without saying so when you have the ketchup and the fries and stuff, guys, you must put the salt after the ketchup. So then the salt gets in the ketchup. Then you're talking, right? I you just put the put salt on the fries and you put ketchup on top. The, the, the salt gets lost. It gets concentrated in the ketchup. There's another unhealthy uh, health tip uh, for you. Yeah. So we encourage you to make grilled cheese sandwiches tonight with as buttery or as marginary as possible. Um... Uh, Cook up some, like, French fries as well. And then uh, bet a bunch of props on the game. And that's that's the Marenzi and Stewart health tip of the night. Exactly. None of this is like Peloton. Ooh, I'm riding my Peloton in my room. Oh, yeah, here no, comes no, my no. kid, um, my perfect family. Look at Peloton. I know. I'm so yeah, done yeah, with that, too. Yeah, yeah. Here's another thing about Peloton. Why do you need some guy in a studio in New York telling you about working out? Like, it's like, okay, yeah, come on, Peloton. And they say, come on, Peloton. You could go this. First of all, my name's not Peloton, and I don't want to see some video of a fake class that's doing this thing. Just get on the treadmill yourself. I think it's a bunch of BS. This Peloton craze is a bunch. It's so stupid, it'll die out quick. Trust me. It's got no chance. Uh, all right, so 
my picks, and there's a lot of them, so I'll get in the oh, business yeah, yeah. here. You better get started. Hold on, me, go to my me and Cam. <laughs> go to my email. Me and Cam. Oh, yeah, I got, two, I, got, I, got, I, got, I got two to add, actually. Okay. Sorry, I got right two now. to add. Oh. Three to add. Okay. Okay. I'm listening. Let's go uh, $75 on over. Make it 100 Even and make it easier. $100 on over four and a half sacks. Okay, I'll find the sack. Pro- oh, yeah, the sacks. Interesting. It's a fair, fair number. It's actually a very good number. Sacks. I, I, I know it's minus 175. Total sacks. It is four and a half minus 175. A bill? Done. Yeah, one bill. It's done. Okay. All right, and this one, this one, just go fifty. We'll go, we'll go lighter on this one. Fifty lighter on Trevor Simeon over nineteen and a half completions. Okay, sorry, I just got to get, I got to log you back in here. So over sacks, done. Simeon over. Make make it seventy-five. Make, yeah, seventy-five dollars. Simeon over nineteen and a half completions. Player passing completion. Simeon is nineteen and a half. Twenty cents either way. Over. What do you want? 75? <coughs> yeah, 75. Done. Now I have a lot of money on this game. So it's sort of getting now out of hand know. a bit now. Like, Yeah, you got to slow it down a bit. I saw your account earlier. You want things to go well. Remember I told you about por- your portfolio? It's doing well. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. We got like $1,000 in action here. Do it 50 bucks on something, not 75. All right, and one more. I'll go 50 on... Uh, the Buffalo Sabres. Since the Bills are two and zero, the Buffalo Sabres will start off with a win too. Let's go. You damn I'll right lay the two hundred. Yep, perfect. Yep, done. Can't believe I'm betting the first night of NHL hockey preseason. Let's go. And they're playing at Penn State, and <laughs> we're betting on the Buffalo Sabres. Oh, I'm all over it. Uh, I like uh, it. Listen, the Buffalo Sabres starters are playing tonight. Pagula, like Cam stated. Pagula's a Penn State guy. He donates a ton of money to them. You know it means a lot, and the Sabres know we better win tonight for Terry. It's at Penn State. So, and the Pittsburgh uh, Pittsburgh Penguins don't care. All right, so the picks. Risky, I'm going bigger on the props, but let's start off with the New York Jets. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Jets. Fireman Ed does his little plane thing. (laughs) Hey, Will, Will's a Jet fan. What's going to happen tonight, Will? What's your prediction? Yeah, come on, honestly. What'd you say, Cleveland by seven? Hey, you can't find a Jet four. fan. The Jet Jets and Mets guys—they're oh, all these negative. Guys these guys. Are, uh, yeah, they're really down on their team. I know. Yeah, yeah. No faith. They so, can't cover the Give numbers. me the Jets plus six and a half. Give me the Browns and the Jets over the number. First half over twenty-two as well. Now I get into the bigger plays. Like I put one hundred fifty. I put two hundred. I bet it here also. So I got 200 bucks on Baker Mayfield over one and a half touchdown passes. So I got the Jets, but I actually have more on Baker Mayfield to throw two touchdowns. I like so that it evens play. out. Uh, I'm diversifying my portfolio. Odell Beckham, the guy averages 97 yards a game at MetLife Stadium. Hits 71. They're going to feed him a lot, man. Uh, Odell Beckham over 83 and a half uh, receiving yards. I'm going to go Le'Veon Bell, over 34.5 receiving yards. I'm going to go Odell Beckham Jr. to score a touchdown at any time tonight, minus 110. I got Odell Beckham to score the game's first touchdown at plus 500. I got Le'Veon Bell to score the first touchdown of the game at plus 500. So just one or the other, man, and that's not bad. Trevor Simeon, over 19.5 completions. Total sacks, over 
four-and-a-half NHL DJ play tonight, Buffalo Sabres to beat the Pittsburgh Penguins. What do you got, like Cam? Any, you like anything in baseball? Trying to look at the board Didn't here look. tonight. Yeah, tough night. Like, Oakland's <laughs> going to beat KC, but it's minus 330 with Rourke versus Sparkplug. Uh, your boy, Matt's is pitching in Colorado tonight. Minus 150. Oh, we just went up to 160. The Mets might be worth a look in Colorado. Yeah, they got to keep he, on winning. They're four back. Mm. Matt's is better at home. Yeah, he is better at home. Yeah, I like, uh, you know what? I'm going to pass on this board, too. Even though the Milwaukee Brewers are, man, it's amazing. Since Yelich has gone out, these guys are still winning games. So uh, that's kind of interesting. I got one, though. I like the Twins. I'm going to do the old public parlay, Twins in Oakland, to minus 125. That's the only baseball I got going on tonight. Gabe, you know I have Cleveland at minus uh, one for 150 bucks, so I'm going to leave that game be. I will do a teaser to try to middle with the Jets in the over. Jets plus 13 and a half, over 45. I like the Buffalo Sabres as well. Uh, I wish it wasn't 200, and I also have them on the puck line, minus one and a half, plus 140 to destroy the Pittsburgh uh, Pirates tonight. And I'm going to do the Le'Veon Bell over um, receiving and rushing yards at, uh, what is it, 105 and a half, I think it is. That's the 108 and a half now, 108. Yeah. Uh, uh, Mr. Green, Up it's 108 and uh, 106, 106 and a half, so I'm going to click on it right now. That's yeah. uh, that's what I got. I already got action on this game, man. If Cleveland wins, I'm gold. I'm going to try to middle it with the Jets on the teaser, and I agree with you. I think the game, there is scoring in this uh, football game tonight, for sure. If it lands on seven, I'm going to get pissed because I didn't buy a half a point. I got plus yeah. six and a half in you this game. Buy, yeah, I know. I should have. Uh, I didn't think about you. It's already in, right? Email. Yeah, it's already in. Actually, no, I can cash it out and do it for seven. Why not? What are they right. cashing out at? Am I losing money though on the cash out? No, full stake, seventy-five. I'm cashing it out and I'm buying a point to really? sell. Really? All right, thank yep. you. Yeah, yeah, buy that, and if you can, cash out to make the total uh, forty-five instead of forty-five and a half as well. That means I got to cash out that one too. Okay. <laughs> I'll work on these right now. Do I get a cut? For so what are you going to do for next hour? What, what are you making for dinner, Kev? You know, are you going to run over? You make a grilled cheese before the show. <laughs> You're on later tonight. Yeah, I'm going to pick up Wonderfred. I'm on at 9 o'clock. If Ordinary doesn't want to go the full hour, Gabe, tell Yank to call. Later. All right. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Here's what you missed on Game Time Decisions. Uh, yesterday, the Buffalo Bills uh, were in town, and uh, God bless Bills Mafia. Uh, to be honest, though, there's a lot of younger fans that are just kind of whatever, douchey, no matter what team uh, they follow. And like Cam stated, like not everyone's like Mike from Buffalo, like the old school uh, Cam. You yeah. know what I mean? There's a lot of those just sort of swarming type of the kids. And even me, like I wasn't even drinking yesterday, but I was hearing a couple of times. I was like, go Bills. And, you know, go Bills. Yeah, they just walked past. <laughs> you know what I mean? Thinking, yeah, God, you guys are lame, you know? But uh, first time it ever happened. You've been here, Cam. <laughs> we were standing here yesterday. And one of the, uh, the, the the girls that works here for FanDuel, so it's not her job, she looks out the window 
and she goes, uh, she goes, why, why is that guy like uh, trying to walk across the track? Buffalo Bill fan tried to cut through the track cam. He climbed the, the, the guardrail. <laughs> he climbed the guardrail. He started walking towards the, the stadium. Yeah, but there's like a fed, like, dude, you can't walk through the racetrack. Like, only a dude from Buffalo is going to do this. You know, I've been here, like, I'm here every day. I've never seen anybody try to attempt. Listen, I'm not going to lie. I've thought about it before. <laughs> like, I've, there was one time I was walking here, and I was like, you know what? If I cut through, they're not going to arrest me. I work what are they going to do, right? <laughs> I'm just walking through the empty stables. But, yeah, so Buffalo Bill fan actually tries to, like, walk through the racetrack. He got, like, midway onto the infield camp. <laughs> His security chasing him down. They didn't arrest him or anything. They just gave him, like, the idiot speech. Like, what are you, an idiot? And the crazy thing is, the crazy thing is, there's a free shuttle. Like, all you got to do is you get on a shuttle, you'll be there in two minutes. Like, it's a long one. Dude, that's like a mile walk over there. It's 0.8 miles, actually. Check. And you got to climb fences. And on the other side, the state troopers would not have been impressed seeing you come over the wall on the other side. Like, like that's where you would have a problem. Like, you just trespass, buddy. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're lucky that they're chill here. And they were like, yeah, yeah, just go get them. Because I heard security. They were like, what do you want to do with them? And security was like, whatever. Just get them off and just get him. Calendars are shit like basically. They didn't want to deal with it. They were like, whatever. Because he wasn't up to anything malicious. Yeah. Like, he wasn't even, like, making a run for it. Like, he sort of just climbed and he was had his beard. He was sort of walking across, you know? (laughs) You said it, though, man. All right. uh, I George, I can't believe how big that facility is. Like, and I've been to, like, race, like, that like that parking lot alone, Gabe, when I went there. Like, I was just stunned. Like, when you took me there that night, I'm like, look at the land on this place. It must be worth a fortune. It's huge. Join the experts live on the air every day by calling in at 844-843-6879 to join the Fantasy Sports Network.